Estos son 20 minutos que nunca recuperarás. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> what he said was, this is 20 minutes you'll never get back. Greetings. My name is Doug Prezak. Did you miss me? I'm back. Uh, so first things first, thanks once again to my announcer, Tony. You guys remember Tony from Chile? He's back at it, and he provided me with some new intros. And it turns out that Tony speaks five different languages. So I think that deserves a round of applause. You know, I can barely handle the one I speak. <laughs> if you could hear the outtakes from the show, uh, you would agree with that. So thanks to Tony for supporting the show. And, you know, you can too. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just record an intro, you know, just saying. All right. This is 20 minutes. You'll never get back. And I'm back. And it's not like I went anywhere. I didn't. Uh, okay. Nowhere more than 30 miles away. That's for sure. Uh, I just needed a break from my microphone. And I'm, I'm sure you guys have felt the same way about your microphone. Sometimes you just need a break. So what happened while I was gone? Not much. Uh, a few new listeners caught some of the older podcasts. Thank you for that. But none of them were from any of the seven states I don't have. I mean, I get why the Dakotas won't listen. I'm not going to say anything else about that. I don't know when I would have pissed off Montana. Uh, I'd love to visit there sometime, but, you know, as soon as you listen to one of my episodes, I will visit Montana. Um, I've given up hope on Delaware, Rhode Island, and, of course, Vermont. And lastly, there's Hawaii. Come on, Hawaii. You're just 2,500 miles away from here in Los Angeles. You know, announcer Nolan, he told me he's going to be visiting Hawaii in December and he'll tune into an episode uh, when he's there. So fingers crossed, I'll get my 44th state. But enough of all that. Let's get to this week's episode. I said in the teaser a couple weeks ago that I would be back on Friday the 13th, and then it dawned on me it's going to be Friday the 13th. And I said the show would practically write itself. Well, I found out it really, it really wouldn't. Uh, so let's talk Friday the 13th. And no, not the movie. The other one, you know, the bad luck one. Okay, it's been fairly widely accepted throughout a majority of like the Western civilization that they believe Friday the 13th brings bad luck. Now, Friday the 13th actually has done a lot. Uh, it inspired a late 19th century secret society. It's the basis of an early 20th century novel. And of course, that whole horror film franchise. There is a biblical references and there's been a series of famous unfortunate events. So it seems there may be some otherworldly suggestion out there that you might want to stay in bed and keep the doors locked. Don't do anything until Saturday the 14th. But why is this specific date considered unlucky? And is there any truth to those fears? Well, come on. You know what happened next. That's right. I did some research so you don't have to Friday the 13th. Let's start here. Friday the 13th is actually a combination of two bad luck symbols. Friday's and the number 13. So triskaidekaphobia. Now that's the fear of the number 13. Let's let's start with that one. There's a couple theories on how the number 13 got such a bad rap. First is the Norse mythology. Now according to folklore historian Donald Dosey, the unlucky nature of the number 13 originated with the Norse myth about 12 gods having a dinner party at Valhalla. The trickster god Loki was not invited. I don't know what he did to get on that list, but he was not invited. I guess the other gods just didn't want him showing up and kind of bringing down the party. But Loki showed up anyway, and as he arrived, he was the 13th guest. It seems that Loki tricked Hor, 
Phillips, or some people say Hodor, into using a mistletoe-tipped arrow to slay the otherwise invulnerable Baldar. Legend has it that, quote, Baldar died and the whole earth got dark. The whole earth mourned. It was bad. An unlucky day, end quote. <laughs> Especially for Baldar. Now, this major event in Norse mythology caused the number 13 to be considered unlucky. The other theory uh, of Friday the 13th that most people probably have heard, and that's the Judas theory. From the 1890s, a number of English language sources have related the unlucky number 13 to an idea at the Last Supper, where Judas, now you remember him, you know, the uh, guy who betrayed Jesus. Anyway, he was the 13th to sit at the table. Now, let's be clear. The Bible says nothing about the order in which the apostles sat. But there were 13 people at the table, so it obviously must have been Judas. And since then, nobody likes the number 13. Thanks, Judas. <laughs> Apollo 13. They suffered an oxygen tank explosion on April 13. Hotels and cruise ships have eliminated the 13th deck or floor due to triskaidekaphobia. Instead, the decks or floors are numbered up to 12 and then skipped to number 14. There has been an unwritten rule for centuries that you should not dine as a group of 13. Obviously, that whole Last Supper thing, I guess. And recent statistics show that people tend to take greater care on the 13th day of the month. Well, they just reckless on the 12th? And in Ireland, vehicle registration plates numbered that the first two digits represent the year of registration of the vehicle. For example, 11 is a 2011 registered car, 12 a 2012, and so on. Well, what do you do when it's 2013? Well, in 2012, there was a concern among members of the Society of the Irish Motor Industry that the prospect of having number 13 on registered vehicles might discourage motorists from buying new cars because of the superstitions surrounding the number 13 and that car sales and motor industry would suffer as a result. So what did the government do? Well, in consultation with the SIMI, remember, that's the Society of Irish Motor Industry, the government instituted a system whereby 2013 registered vehicles would have their registration plates age identifier number modified to read 131 for vehicles registered in the first six months of 2013 and 132 for those registered in the latter six months of the year. Man, they take that 13 seriously there. So no one likes poor 13, but why Friday the 13th? Wouldn't Tuesday the 13th be just as bad? Well, apparently not as bad as Friday the 13th. That's because it's so bad, it has two terms that mean the fear of Friday the 13th. The first is periscavidectatriophobia. <laughs> How do you like that one? Periscavidectatriophobia. And if that one's just too long for you, we can always use the frigatriscadecophobia. <laughs> now you're probably saying to yourself, hey, Doug, that frigatriscadecophobia sounds a lot like triscadecophobia. You know, the fear of the number 13. Well, my listener friends, you are correct, except there is a frigga in front of it. And as you recall from my previous 20 minutes podcast, frigga is the god of Friday. So do you suffer from frigatriscadecophobia? Well, if you do, you're not alone. According to the Stress Management Center and Phobia Institute in Asheville, North Carolina, 
There are an estimated 17 to 21 million people in the United States are affected by the fear of this day. It's the most feared day and date in history. <laughs> Lordy. Some people are so paralyzed by fear that they avoid their normal routines in doing business, taking flights, or even getting out of bed. It's an estimated that 800 to $900 million are lost in businesses on this day. Now, despite this, airline representatives say that the airlines do not suffer from any noticeable drop in travel on those Fridays. Oh, I bet there really is. They're just not saying. In Finland, a consortium of governmental and non-governmental organizations led by the Ministry of Social Affairs and Health promotes National Accident Day to raise awareness about automotive safety. National Accident Day always falls on Friday the 13th. Excellent choice, because you know nothing ever goes wrong Friday the 13th. <laughs> and in uh, 1993, a study was published in the British Medical Journal that attracted some attention from popular science and literature. It concluded that the risk of hospital admission as a result of a transport accident may be increased by as much as 52% on the 13th. However, the author clearly state that the numbers of admissions from accidents are too small to allow any meaningful analysis. Well, then why say anything, you dumbasses? And just to make my point, subsequent studies have disproved any correlation between Friday the 13th and the rate of accidents. Okay, well, contrary to all of that, the Dutch Center for Insurance Statistics said in uh, June of 2008 that fewer accidents and reports of fire and theft occur when the 13th of the month falls on a Friday than on other Fridays. They say it's because people are preventively more careful or just stay home. Statistically speaking, driving is slightly safer on Friday the 13th, well, at least in the Netherlands. Uh, in the last two years, Dutch insurers received reports of an average of 7,800 traffic incidents each Friday, but the average figure when the 13th fell on a Friday was just 7,500, 300 less. Hmm. Facts don't lie. Alrighty, I think it's time for a break on this, the only Friday, the 13th of 2021. But when we come back, we're going to talk about Why Friday. Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo-choo Charlie was his name we hear. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He used good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie says... Well, if Charlie says it, it must be true. That's just that's just the way it is. <laughs> oh, see what happens when you're gone for a while. All right, so let's get back to uh, Friday the 13th and why Friday. Well, the negative association with Friday specifically has a combination of religious and cultural origins. Now, some Christians believe Friday to be unlucky because that was a day of the week that Jesus was crucified. Friday was also said to be the day that Cain killed his brother, and more importantly, it's said to be that's the day that Eve gave Adam that fateful apple from the tree of knowledge. Okay, settle down, everybody. In the 14th and 15th centuries, prominent figures and writers started to publicly denounce the day with little context as to why. Poor Friday. 
Jesus. George Chaucer's Canterbury Tales depicts Friday to be, quote, a day of misfortune. And playwright Robert Greene defined, quote, Friday face. <laughs> Seriously? Friday face? As, quote, a sad look of dismay or anguish, end quote. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just realized that most of these podcasts come out on a Friday. <laughs> and after you guys listen to them, do you all have Friday face? <laughs> a look of dismay or anguish? Oh, man. All right. Fridays in Britain were also considered hangman's day for centuries, since it was usually the day prisoners sentenced to death would be, well, um, hanged. Now, according to historians, the real Friday the 13th hysteria started in the 20th century. Many date this back to Thomas Lawson's book, quote, Friday, comma, the 13th. Now, Thomas Lawson was an American businessman and an author. He's also very controversial. Uh, he was known for his efforts to promote reforms in the stock market. His book, Friday the 13th, told the story of a New York City stockbroker who plays on the superstitions about the date to create chaos on Wall Street and make a killing in the market. Way to stir up the crowd, Thomas. <laughs> well, one year later, in 1908, the New York Times became one of the first media outlets to acknowledge the superstitions of Friday the 13th. Later, in the 1980s, the popularity of Friday the 13th movie franchise added to the cultural phenomenon. Well, just how bad has Friday the 13th been? Well, this is the part of the show. I don't mean to drag anybody down, but, you know, research is research. I need to tell you all the truth. I can't hide it from you. Friday the 13th has not really been good for, for some, okay? Well, going back in history, let's go to Friday the 13th in 1307. Now, this is when officers of King Philip IV of France arrested hundreds of Knights Templar. Now, Templar Knights were a powerful religious and military order formed in the 12th century to defend the Holy Land. Well, King Philip imprisoned them on charges of various illegal behaviors, but apparently it was really because the king wanted access to their financial resources. Now, many Templars were found guilty and later executed. Some cite this link with the Templars as the origin of the Friday the 13th superstition. However, like with many of the legends involving the Templars and their history, it's kind of murky. Now, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that happened on Friday the 13th, but, you know, it is just too, too damn depressing to put into this show. So we're going to eliminate that. Just trust me, some other bad things happen on Friday the 13th. On the lighter side, well, the folks of French Lick, Indiana were apparently a superstitious lot. In the 1930s and extending into the 1940s, the town board decreed that all black cats in the town were to wear a bell around their neck every every Friday the 13th. Oh, can you imagine poor little Blackie going, oh God, here comes the bell. It must be Friday the 13th, Jesus. 24 hours, that's all I gotta wear this thing. <laughs> but hey, not everybody thinks Friday the 13th is the evil day in Spanish-speaking countries instead of Friday, Tuesday the 13th is considered bad luck. Uh, and that goes the same for the Greeks. They all consider Tuesdays bad days. And in Italian popular culture, Friday the 17th is considered the day of bad luck. The origin of this belief can be traced to the writing of the number 17 in Roman numerals XVII. By shuffling the digits of the number, one can easily get the word VIXI, meaning I have lived, implying death in the present. Oh, come on. Sorry, Italy. I don't buy it for a second. But uh, it gets us no worse than being afraid of Friday the 13th because of a Freddy Krueger movie. 
And lastly, in an effort to dispel the FT13 omen, <laughs> yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> Instead of Friday the 13th, we're just going to call it FT13. Anyway, in the late 19th century, a New Yorker named Captain William Fowler wanted to remove the stigma surrounding the number 13. He especially wanted to poo-poo the unwritten rule about not having 13 guests at a dinner table. So he founded an exclusive society called the 13 Club. The group dined regularly on the 13th day of the month in room 13 of the Knickerbocker Cottage. Now, this cottage was a popular watering hole Fowler owned from 1863 to 1883. Not that it makes any difference. Before sitting down for a 13-course dinner, members would pass beneath a ladder and a banner reading Morituri de Salutumus, or Latin for those of us who are about to die salute you. <laughs> There was no indication if there were black cats present. Uh, four former U.S. presidents, uh, Chester Arthur Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and Theodore Roosevelt, would occasionally join the 13 club's dinners at one time or another. And that's a club I want to join. And finally, if you are a frigatriscadecophobian, how often do you have to be terrified? Well, Heading into the break, I said this was the one and only Friday for the 13th of 2021. And it's true. Go get a calendar. Look for yourself. I'm not going to wait. You can do that after the show. Let's not take time to do that. Friday the 13th happens at least once every year. However, it can occur two times or three times a year. Never more than that. So the maximum you're going to be panicked is three times. And going back to 2020, which actually just seemed like one long Friday the 13th. Anyway, they had two FT-13s. <laughs> See, I did it. I did it again. FT-13s. For a month to have a Friday the 13th, the first of the month must be on a Sunday. There's your tip, okay? If the first of the month is on a Sunday, you will have a Friday the 13th. Now, here's a heads up for everybody. The next ft 13 that's going to occur in May of 2022. That will also be the only one for that year. So uh, all you Frigga Triska decophobians out there, just one time in 2022. However, I have bad news for you. 2023 has two of them. And uh, if I were you, I would just write off 2026 because there's going to be three Friday the 13th in that one. Sorry. Well, that's going to bring this long overdue episode to a close. But what have we learned? Well, we learned if you don't like the number 13, you can blame Loki and Judas. We learned that sometimes bad things do happen on Friday the 13th. Unless you're in Italy, then it's Friday the 17th. We learned there's a really cool club I want to join, the 13 Club. And we learned that Doug created a new phrase, FT13. Feel free to use that on your friends today, okay? That will do it. Thank you very much for coming back and listening to the show after the two-week break. And I will talk to you next time on 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Bye-bye. Hi, it's me again, Doug. I want to take up a couple more seconds of your time just to remind you, if you want to stay informed of when uh, the next podcast is posted, all you need to do is sign up at uh, on that Instagram machine. It's at uh, 20MYNGB2022. 
M-Y-N-G-B, and that means 20 minutes you'll never get back. Uh, If you sign up there, you'll uh, always see when the next podcast is uploaded. And if you want to leave some comments, by all means, please do go to the uh, website at 20minutespodcast.com. So it's 20minutespodcast.com, and uh, you can uh, leave your comments there. It also tells you how you can be an announcer for the show. So take take a look at those two things if you like, and stay informed. And as always, thank you very much for listening to uh, 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Bye-bye.